0: Hello and welcome into another edition of Camp Notes on Word on the Street. I'm Tony Lombardi. Camp Notes are brought to you by Panacea Life Sciences. Discover the healing power of CBD products. Shop at panacealife.com. That's P-A-N-A-C-E-A-Life.com. Use code RSR at checkout to get a 30% discount. Today, I'm joined on Camp Notes by Chris Schistler from Russell Street Report. Chris, how are you today?
1: I'm doing pretty good, a little baked in the sun today. It was quite hot out there, but uh, it was football, so it's always worth it.
0: Yeah, and at least you weren't wearing a uniform and a helmet with a guardian cap on top of it.
1: Yeah, I, I feel bad for the front seven guys right? the tight ends. I don't understand why they got to wear that, but, hey, it is the rule. League mandated. So,
0: anyway, let me ask you this. the Yesterday's practice, you, you and I were both out there together, Mm-hmm. I thought that was the most spirited energetic practice of the five so far. Now here it is day six and I just want your thoughts relative to yesterday how did today's practice look?
1: Today's practice was a bit uh, a bit slow at first. It was very special teams uh, heavy there was. I felt like they didn't have everybody out there until they went uh, offense versus defense. So first half of this was pretty much, Defensive line work, doing some drills, and some special team stuff. Jordan Stock got a lot of work in. But when they got on team versus team, there was definitely an energy. There was definitely a buzz. It was like, oh, thank goodness, it's roaring up. So there's definitely um, a lot of competition out there, and it's pretty cool. It's pretty pretty fun when they get going. Any notables that were missing today? I didn't see Devin Duvernay out there. Um I didn't see Devin Duvernay out there again. Um, it wasn't uh, anybody that I was shocked that wasn't there. The uh, Again, in the beginning, there was just so many people not there, it looked like, and then they all kind of came in. The quarterbacks weren't even on the field at the beginning of the practice.
0: Yeah, it could be that when they're – they might be in the weight room or they might be with the trainers – hot tub, mm-hmm, yeah. cold tubs and those kinds of things before they go out there. Cause they did yesterday was the most physical of all the practices so far.
1: Yeah, so. it was. And they really got after it today. Um, there were some real battles up front. Um, that, that was fun to see. I think the best battle was probably on an inconsequential play. And I'm not sure everyone caught it because it happened away from the play, but uh, the rookie tackle, Daniel Falale, And uh, Travis Jones going at it and, you know, Travis Jones pushed him back a bit, but the rookie tackle held his ground. And that was that was really strong versus really strong. Those are two massive bodies just pounding into each other. They were really um, that was a real fight.
0: Were these doing individual drills?
1: No, that was during the offense versus the defense.
0: Okay, okay. Were they padded today? Yeah, okay. I didn't know they were going back to back padding days. Okay, good to know.
1: Any... I think they were padding. They did. They did a little bit of <laughs> a little bit of hitting. So wasn't a lot, but
0: so the yesterday was dominated by the defense, and the offense struggled. Which side would you say had the edge today?
1: I would say the defense played a little bit better today as well. There were still some drops. I mean, Rashad Bateman had a drop, and uh, Mark Andrews had a drop right over there. And then, you know, Tony Jefferson had the play of the day um, with an interception, underthrown ball by Lamar Jackson. Jefferson was covering Bateman and tipped the ball to himself. It was a beautiful play right by the sideline.
0: Nice. You know, it's it's interesting I think Tony Jefferson last year came on and he just looked a lot more explosive. I know that he had a late start to the season cause I brought him on late. I think it was even in November. And when he played, he just looked a lot faster relative to the other guys. And I always had this theory, Chris, that the tired leg syndrome, in other words, a player, the same player that reports on the first day of the season is much slower than the same player, even without injuries than he does on let's say the 10th week of the season so when you're able to rest your legs as much as Tony did last year I think it makes it look a little bit quicker but that said you know there was a lot of talk about him having uh, spending more time in film study really studying opponents a little bit more to give him an added edge and I think it really showed besides the the dead leg sy- uh, syndrome that I described mm-hmm. I, I think that he's he's looked a lot better as a Raven than when they made him a more expensive Raven when he first joined Baltimore.
1: Yeah, I think you're right about that. Tony Jefferson looked really good out there. In fact, uh, him and Geno Stone, every time I've been out there, just Geno Stone looks good. Um, I mean, you, you're not getting anything bad from Kyle Hamilton, but Geno Stone and Jefferson were the safeties that stood out to me today.
0: Now, yesterday, Lamar was not sharp. He overthrew some guys in the end zone, underthrew some guys in the end zone, and had a couple of passes thrown behind people. Uh, Those drops yesterday certainly didn't help. You mentioned Bateman and Andrews had drops again today. I know that Andrews had one yesterday, and Bateman had three, I counted. So uh, they've got to pick that up. But overall, besides the drops, how did Lamar look? And I guess the interception, too.
1: So the interception was an underthrown pass. Lamar really didn't do Bateman any favors. I would say that Bateman had the most troubling drop because his first drop, I think he had two, but his first drop was right in his hands. He jumped up, Jackson put it up there for him, and he dropped the ball right in both hands. I, I just, that's what's frustrating is it wasn't even like there was that crowded of an area. I really think he needs to bring those down. And Mark Andrews just dropped one over the middle. That was one of those he's done it ten thousand times, and I'm like, what? Wait, wait a second. How how'd he drop that one? So, um, I wonder if the heat and maybe a little bit of uh, frustration from yesterday is kind of carrying over. Um, that that could be a real thing.
0: Chris, before we get to your other observations, I wanted to mention our sponsor, Panacea Life Sciences. As everyone knows, last season, the Ravens were crushed by injuries. But even those players who didn't miss time, they still had to deal with aches and pains. Just like the weekend warriors out there who play softball, basketball, racquetball, tennis, flag football, golf, the list goes on. Instead of things like ibuprofen and acetaminophen and other over-the-counter pain relievers, I've begun to use CBD products from Panacea because they work. Pain management is crucial to performance from the NFL to the amateur athlete. CBD products are so beneficial, non-addictive, and less expensive than big pharma products and over-the-counter meds without the side effects. And they do not get you high. Panacea is offering our listeners a 30% discount by using discount code RSR at checkout when visiting panacealife.com. That's P-A-N-A-C-E-A life.com. If you have any questions, please give them a call. They're happy to answer it. Any questions, inquiries you have, 1-800-985-0515. Again, that's 1-800-985-0515. Oh, and one last thing. They also have amazing products for ailing pets. Panacea Life Sciences, CBD products that work. Now, Chris, with respect to another guy who was under the microscope yesterday, because of some film that was put out there during the Ravens' Saturday evening practice, Kyle Hamilton, he was going up against an undrafted free agent, Gaither, Bailey Gaither, Uh who just absolutely torched him on film. Now, in Hamilton's defense, I've also seen Ed Reed in one-on-one situations in years past against receivers get torched. Theirs is a different kind of game. The plays are all in front of them. They play... They play from the deep end on in. They're safe. They're called safeties for a reason. He closes on footballs, as reads and react. I thought that Keith Hamilton, I mean, uh, Kyle Hamilton, was the best player on the field yesterday. He made a couple of nice breakups, and he also dropped Batty for a three-yard loss on a running play that he he diagnosed quickly. How did he perform
1: today? I thought Hamilton played pretty well. Yeah, I agree with you on yesterday. He also had a pass breakup yesterday uh, underneath. Uh, they're, they're playing him a bit of everywhere, and that's kind of exciting to see. I mean, sometimes they'll line up deep. Sometimes they'll line up in the box. Uh, Hamilton played pretty sharp, looked pretty fast out there, and he got involved. He didn't have a huge highlight today, but he was, he was definitely involved. I liked what I saw from Hamilton.
0: Some of the other defensive backs that, you know, I've been trying to keep an eye on and I plan to do that again on uh, tomorrow when I'm out there is our our Armour Davis, Jalen Armour Davis from Alabama Mm -hmm. and Kyle Fuller, a local product from Baltimore. It's been around the league a bit. How are those guys looking?
1: Well, I was very, I was very impressed with Jalen Armour Davis uh, he had a really good practice. He got some work as a gunner on special teams, and he looks the part on that, that end. Um, he's really fast, and he reacts to the ball very quickly. And Jalen Davis had a pretty strong practice. I thought Kevon Seymour also had a pretty strong practice, great effort. Kyle Fuller, it looked like he was getting antsy a couple times because they kept throwing it to the other side of the field. When he did get chances, he did do well. Kyle Fuller is really kind of, he, it looks like he was twitching for a little action. They kept going to the other side of the field uh, almost repetitively today, actually.
0: Chris, a guy who I thought played really well last summer camp, didn't get a chance to show that on the field on Sundays during the season because he got hurt, Dalen Hayes. How's Dalen looking out there these days?
1: Dalen Hayes did a really good job on a screen pass today. He was uh, running back, caught it behind the line of scrimmage, no gain because Dalen Hayes squared him up and and wrapped around him real quick. Um Dalen Hayes was really good um, at a stand-up linebacker. You know, I, I kind of think of him as more of an edge rusher and you know he did pretty good when you know asked to drop back in coverage and you know play the run as a stand-up linebacker. So that was good to see. I think you got some versatility with Dalen Hayes and he really looks like he knows what he's doing out there. And that's kind of what I want to see, especially from a guy. We didn't really get pretty much anything of a glimpse of last year.
0: Yeah. Last year he was pretty like, I think it was the first series that he was in. He was knocked out for the season. That's unfortunate yep. for a player just to, to lose the entire season. How about the linebackers? Uh, Patrick queen. I, I thought I read where he was out today.
1: I didn't see Patrick queen on the field. Um, so I, uh, I I didn't make a note of whether he was there or not in my, but I didn't I didn't see him on the field. Um, Christian Welsh played pretty well today. Um, I I always kind of like what he brings to the table, uh, but the running backs kind of got the got their way. Um, you know, Mike Davis had a really good um, cutback and went off to the races justice hill over the middle of the field caught a big pass so the linebackers kind of ruled the day yesterday i think the running backs got one up on the linebackers for the most part today
0: now mike davis is a guy i i really think he's gonna have a tough time making the team i don't know what your thoughts are on that because when i look at you know that Gus and Edward – I mean, Gus and, and J.K. will be there. Uh, Gus may be IR'd early in the season, still in Pup. You know, I guess that remains to be seen. But you've got – you know, Batty is a, a guy who's a perfect fit for what the Ravens do offensively. He's going to make the team. There's no – I saw some talk about maybe trying to sneak him on to the practice squad. That's just not going to happen. He's going to make too much a uh, mm-hmm. showing.
1: Batty is playing way too good. Um, for that, Tyler Beatty's really got that perfect ability to get up the field quickly as a running back, and he's catching everything thrown to him. He looks like a guy who's got a little exciting pizzazz to him. I think Tyler Beatty's gonna a- have to be ahead of Mike Davis. Mike Davis looks really fast, and he's got a lot of energy out there. Tyler Beatty, um, he looks like he's a little jitterbug, he looks like he's a little jitterbug out there. You know, and you know, I'm a big Tyler Beatty Beatty guy. I thought the running backs all looked good. Justice Hill's got a huge chance because he's a really good special teams player. I don't know what Mike Davis brings to the table that Tyler Beatty doesn't, though, and that's a real problem for him.
0: Yeah, I I just think Mike is, he's a veteran. He's got that going for him.
1: Mm, An insurance policy, I guess.
0: Yeah. Well, and they don't want to be in the same situation they were in last year when they had their running backs go down and then they were on the looking for street free agents and brought in some washed up guys that, you know, I guess Devante Freeman did pretty decently, but Le'Veon Bell was, you know, a big zero last year Mm -hmm. and Latavius Murray, he, he was okay in spurts, but a lot of times I just thought he left a lot of yards on the field but I don't think Batty's going to be one of those guys, but I think Mike, Joe, Mike Davis is a little slow. He's, he's a, he's a load of a guy. If you get him out there in open space, uh, catching a ball, cause I know he's got that skill. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he can be a problem, but uh, I just, I don't know what else he brings to the table. I don't see him as a special teams guy.
1: No. And Tyler Beatty and Justice Hill are both very good in the passing game. So, uh, and Justice Hill, of course, we know rocks on special teams. Um, I will say that the running backs got a little more work today. They got a little more work today. They went to the run a little bit more. And you know a lot of these practices are all passing. I They definitely had a segment of the practice where they were getting the running backs involved. And then right after that, they started throwing passes to the running backs. So I think running backs were more of a focus in this practice than they have been in previous practices. One of
0: the guys I've been keeping an eye out on because it seems inevitably inevitably that a an undrafted free agent makes it on his way onto the Ravens squad. This time I'm looking at Shamar Bridges, and like what I saw yesterday, I know that the other reporters have reported that he's done well in previous practices. I've been out there twice. Tomorrow will be my third time. How did he look
1: today? He didn't make much of an impact today that I noticed. I will say that... Uh, Bailey Gaither had probably four uh, good catches today, and he, he caught, did something after him each time. Um, I it feels like it's it's hard to after the receivers after the top four guys because it feels like every practice is a different two or three guys showing off. Yeah. So I, I'm really curious because I don't know that any of these guys have that momentum. I was there yesterday, and I agree with you, Shamar Bridges. Look the part. Um, and thir- thir- Thursday when I was there, he looked the part as well. So I really am curious to see if any of them has momentum um, enough, because I feel like they're just taking turns saying, hey, look what I can do.
0: So I want to ask you a question. I know I haven't given you any indication I was going to ask this question, so I'm going to catch you a little bit off guard. But if there's, give me one defensive player, one offensive player that you'd like to see more from during the balance of camp.
1: I'd like to see more Travis Jones on defense. I'd like to see a little bit more of him. I think today was the first time I've really noticed him uh, go at it up front. Um, I'd like to, uh, especially in the preseason, I'm going to be like, okay, what's he bringing to the table? Travis Jones, I think is a real key player for us. I really want to see what Travis Jones can do. Um, Caught my eye today. I want to. I want him to catch, catch my eye again before I stop going to camp. And on offense, I'd say, you know, I want to see Isaiah Likely um, have more of a day like the first, the second day of camp. I was there, and he just stole the show. And really, he hasn't been stealing the show every single day. I'd like to. I'd like to see him have more practices like that one where he was just an unstoppable force at the tight end position. Um, today's the top tight end, at least in terms of uh, production, was Tony Puljan. Um, so like, I like I would like to see Isaiah likely, uh, continue what he did on that Thursday I was there and in the stadium practice, uh, which we all got to see. Um, so that's those are the two guys that I'm really key on, especially because I think they're key players. Chris, share
0: with our listeners your Twitter handle.
1: My Twitter handle is at footballman58. Um, I try to get a little bit of tweet action in there during practice, it's a little hard sometimes. Um, but yeah, at footballman58. Okay,
0: my Twitter handle is at RSR Lombardi. And for Russell Street Report, you can find us at Russell ST Report, Russell Street Report. And please be sure to hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone, to Camp Notes on Word on the Street.